It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Learning How to Live. Our scripture reference today is Proverbs chapter 30, verses 18 through 33. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Three things are too wonderful for me, for I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a girl. This is the way of an adulteress. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I have done no wrong. Under three things, the earth trembles. Under four, it cannot bear up. A slave when he becomes king and a fool when glutted with food. An unloved woman when she gets a husband and a maid when she succeeds her mistress. Four things on earth are small, yet they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people without strength yet they provide their food in the summer. The badgers are a people without power, yet they make their homes in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet all of them march in rank. The lizard can be grasped in the hand, yet it is found in kings' palaces. Three things are stately in their stride, four are stately in their gait. The lion, which is mightiest among wild animals and does not turn back before any the strutting rooster, the he-goat, and a king striding before his people. If you have been foolish, exalting yourself, or if you have been devising evil, put your hand on your mouth. For as pressing milk produces curds, and pressing the nose produces blood, so pressing anger produces strife. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Seneca, the ancient Stoic philosopher, once said, As long as you live, keep learning how to live. Seneca the Younger, as he was known, was a contemporary of the Apostle Paul. He was Nero's tutor, and his brother makes an appearance in Acts chapter 18. People charged Paul with turning others from the true worship of God. Seneca's brother, Galileo, was to be Paul's judge. For many years, tradition held that Paul and Seneca exchanged cordial letters. Most people now consider the letters to be inauthentic, but they do offer a chance to reflect. Seneca was one of the most highly regarded men of his time. His moral teachings often paralleled those of Jesus. Apparently, many Christians were quick to include him as one of our own. History has often judged Seneca as someone who could talk the talk, but not walk the walk. While he talked a good game about living a moral and virtuous life, he didn't live up to it. I don't know enough about him to make that distinction. I have, however, heard others say he was a work in progress. That if you pay attention to his later years, you can tell he wised up and started following his own stoic advice. Again, 
I can't speak to the historical validity of that, but I can certainly see it play out. We all have to learn what it means to be fully alive, fully human. It takes some of us a while to even know what that means. So how do we do that? This week, I pulled a book from my half-price books stack. No, these aren't books I'm taking to sell. It's a stack I've bought that I haven't gotten around to yet. The book is about meditation, and it took all but a few paragraphs to get me thinking. Here is the line that connects meditation to learning to be fully human. One of the steps in meditation is learning how not to take our thoughts for granted. In a way, I see that playing out in Proverbs 30. You may recall I wrote about this chapter yesterday. It's written by someone who has determined his life hasn't been all he wanted it to be. Now he has turned to God's wisdom. The rest of the chapter, what we read today, are all observations he has made in life. In a few short paragraphs, the writer calls to mind what he has seen in life regarding slaves, kings, fools, unloved women, maids, ants, badgers, locusts, lizards, and a variety of other animals. Oh, and milk. And what do all these have in common? Nothing, really, except these experiences become a part of the writer's thoughts. He noticed that he noticed more of God's world. He understood there were lessons to learn by observing life. There's a great reminder for our busy world. We know what it means to stop and smell the roses. Maybe learning how to live also means to slow down and watch the ants. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.